So welcome to the very first The Basement Podcast. I'm very excited to introduce our first ever guest to this podcast, and that is Fred Wright. I didn't, didn't know I was going to be the first guest. First ever guest. So yeah, this is our first podcast. And uh, yeah, Fred Wright from Bar and McLaren. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. In all things considered, I'd say. <laughs> and how is how is the the training going? You still you still got motivation at the moment? And what what's your how's your head? I think yeah, for the minute the head. I'm not in. I'm all right. I think kind of looked at the looked at the bigger picture a bit and kind of realised that actually I'm in still in quite a good position, I can still go out and train in the sun, so I, I'm just, you know, cracking with that. I mean, the training's been a bit, it was quite nice, it's actually been quite relaxed, so I've only got, I've only been given sort of, I can almost sort of ride when, like, ride when I want and for however long I want for these next next couple of weeks. Just so you've been, get back into things. you've been given a bit of, uh, bit of freedom, do what you want kind of thing for a bit. Of- yeah, yeah, so I had, a, I had a, you know, like a few days off and then I'm sort of into that, that kind of block now. And then it will slowly sort of build up, build up, almost a bit like a, doing a winter again, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then until it'll build up, start putting more efforts in and stuff, and then eventually I'll be ready to race potentially in end of August. But who knows? <laughs> who knows at the moment? Still kind of unsure. Absolutely. Yeah, about the tour, but Absolutely. Yeah, and how much indoor riding have you been doing? Have you been doing a fair bit of Zwift or have you been limiting it? Obviously, with the UK, you can still go outside and train on your bike. You know, it's part of your daily exercise. So I've sort of been using those, I guess, like they're kind of a little bit not, they're not, you know, really strict rules, are they? It's kind of a day, daily exercise. You could go out for nine hours and it would still be. You can kind exercise. of bend it into a little bit of how you like, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, but I figured, you know, I'm, I'm out in the peaks on my own. I'm not. Not stopping at shop. I'm making sure I'm not stopping at shops to, uh, you know, like come into contact with anyone. So staying two meters away from runners and walkers. So I guess, I guess I'm still very good. Well, I mean, we're we're super lucky in the UK, aren't we? Because I saw saw um, Philippe Gilbert the other day got pulled over by the French authorities for heading out and breaking his lockdown rules. Because I believe in Monaco, not allowed out. So I guess we're super super lucky to be able yeah, to. No, we are. Yeah. And I think that's like what you're saying, with, you know, getting on the indoor trainer, I guess. Obviously, Zwift is great, but for the moment, I still would quite, I still, I'm enjoying just going outside. I think I, until we get, maybe until, you know, those further lockdown measures get put in place, I think I want to continue riding, riding outside. Although I have done a couple of my, um, my local club are doing like club runs on Zwift. Oh, really? So, that's great. So I've done a, done a couple of them. That's you know, really We cool. get on a like, on a bit of a chat so you can all talk to each other that's great together. It's good fun. I, say, I tell you what the thing that I've been really enjoying about Zwift is like I hadn't planned to race until about now and um and now I can race I can race on Zwift I've been racing all of the Ribble guys I've been racing all these people yeah, that I've, I, I am you know? thinking maybe I, maybe I'll look and see, see, see if I can do some races yeah I did see there was one I think one of the um British Cycling Academy lads well lots, season, lots of them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I saw that and that was quite I almost was like oh I wish I was, <laughs> I wish I was doing <laughs> no prize money Fred no prize money but still a good workout 
Well, mate, I'm, I'm. Again, that's another thing that's good for the head, you know, to keep if you've got things to target. A bit of motivation, and it breaks up yeah, the day really right. nicely. So next week, next Tuesday night, you know, jump on with me and uh, night. show me who's boss. I might have a next. I might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did speak to my my, um, my coach, and he was sort of saying that actually might be quite a good idea to do some zoof races. Absolutely. Because at the moment, it's anything just to keep as long as I can sort of main. Maintain where I'm at without maintain where I'm at without losing my head. I guess that's that's the most absolutely. Important. So talking of um, maintaining and all that kind of stuff, what what has the team actually said to you? So are you are you you you're doing a bit of your own kind of training, whatever you want to do for the next few weeks. But in terms of longer uh, scale, you're doing lots of core, keeping yourself maintained. And what's the plan for the next few few weeks? Yeah, so I've, I've been like you said, I've been given so I've got I've sort of got a decent little strength program that I've kind of been doing a bit of which is which is nice because like you kind of tend it's kind of easy to get slack with that sort of stuff when the racing kicks off so it's good to be you know keep up you know up to scratch with that and then in terms of what the team have said I think we're just going to try and when the racing does start we want to be we don't want to be on the back foot we want to be in the best best position possible you know we want to be you don't want to be the team you want to, you know, you want to be one of your, you want to be winning races when, when it's when it all comes, when it all starts again. So, absolutely, I guess the the goal is to be in in the best place possible when that happens. Very good. And talking about races, you were lucky enough to do a first few of those classics races before, unfortunately, this whole thing took hold. Um, what was it like to get stuck in and and really get involved with those couple of races just to have it all taken away? Was that quite hard to deal with mentally? Um, I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I'm actually quite glad that I got got two of the two races in. I think there were quite a few people that didn't didn't even race as much as much as I did. So <laughs> my seven day days of racing in this season was actually more than more than some. But no, it was really I really enjoyed it. It was it did you know I've kind of been I've been watching like reruns of Roubaix and stuff you know like and just thinking oh I'd wait. I wish I was kind of part of that team and part of doing some of those races because they're just, yeah, yeah, they're the best races going. I've been watching uh, Strada Bianchi and Peru Bay on repeat every single year. Like, looking back at them, just yeah, insane yeah, I was races. Watching, yeah. um, is it the 2010 one where Cancellara goes solo? Classic. Or is it, it might be 2000. Yeah, it's either 2009, 2010, but yeah. it's just like, it's pretty cool to get that back on. Well, maybe next year, Fred. It does make you want to race. <laughs> maybe next year. Um, so you you live in some uh, you live in a house with some BC uh, teammates uh, or some some riders from the BC Academy. Uh, what's it like having those people to train with, or have you just been ha- heading out on your own? Um, a bit of both, really. I guess I've been. I when when the, when our training is similar enough, we've been going out together, which is again really really handy. I actually don't think there are that many people that can train with others, let alone train <laughs> outdoors. So we do get some funny looks, but I guess you've just got to, you know, because it, it looks like we're just going out for a bottle. But we do live together, and that is within it is within the rules. So <laughs> absolutely, no fair play. Um, yeah, you're going to get a lot of teammates, I would imagine, living all around the world, very jealous of you, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think. You know, hearing from the guys in the team that are in 
you know, stuck not only being able to train on the turf, but I just, I, I feel really lucky. So I feel, you know, that's kind of what's, almost what's keeping me going at the moment. Absolutely. No, that's great. And then as to the recently announced uh, new proposed Tour de France dates, what, what do we think about the rest of the, how realistic do you think is that uh, for the rest of the year? And, and, and do you think it's, it's, it's worth continuing like that, that amount of training for if it's, it's, it is if at this point, isn't it? So how, how's that mentally? Yeah, I think that, that will be the hardest thing. You know, to come in the next, I think I'm going to find out in the next month or so when it's still another few, still another few months till, till we race, and it's still not for definite that we are going to be racing. So, I guess, you know, the I think the important thing is that we just keep the sport. The sport has to keep going, so we do have to, you know, do these, you know, do riff races or things like that just to keep sponsors happy and just to try and because it's it's not it's really not good for the Cycling. No, it's it's awful. And what do you, what, what do you, yeah, absolutely. What do you think of um, the Tour de France being rearranged above almost any other race? And also, the other two Grand Tours. Uh, you know, they've they've planned to do three Grand Tours in the space of about two months at the end of the season. So, and then fit in the monuments plus the World Championships, the National Championships. Well, I mean, it's it's just a huge amount of stuff to fit into a, a two or three yeah. month window, isn't it? I mean, it could potentially be great for the cycling fan. I'm not sure about the. <laughs> I mean, yes. I think when there will come a time when it all dies down and it all gets sorted, and then that's when people are going to really enjoy watching sport again. So I guess it's I guess it's a good thing, but at the same time, yeah, it might be a bit. <laughs> it's going to be a lot going on. I mean, it's unprecedented, isn't it? So it's going to be. I think it's going to be fascinating if if any of it does happen. Um, how how teams will balance their calendar, their 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 squads and their resources to each race, and it's just it's just going to be uh, really interesting, I think, if it does happen. Yeah, well, I mean, if all those Grand Tours are so close together, I think it's, that does sort of stretch you, stretch teams quite thin, doesn't it? Wouldn't it make sense to just be like, okay, three weeks maybe? That's a bit unrealistic. Why don't we do two weeks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know? I don't know. I feel yeah. I feel like there's so many Italians and French like the purists are just like no we must have three no, weeks. No, it has to be yeah, it has to be two. We cannot I, change I think it. I'm with them actually. I think yeah. If you're gonna do it, you've got to do it. Mm. It's like the whole thing with the fan, like doing it behind closed doors. That's it's never. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't work. You just have you have to do it when, you know, when the whole world is sorted itself out. I think you have to. We do have to wait. There's no. There's no point trying to do it earlier than to when's. Yeah, when ready. yeah, what I find so fascinating is how people are so polarized with it. Some people are like, no, all of this is going to pass in two months and you'll have the season, which everyone's expecting at the end. And some people are just like the world, like this is just not good. Like, I can't believe that you're even considering this is going to happen. Like there's, there's nothing that's going to happen this year. And the, 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 the opinion is split completely down the middle. And it's, it, it, where do you sit? Which side of the fence do you sit on? I think that we, I think there's going to be some racing. I think whether whether that's racing for me as a you know as a young rider in a, a team you know it's not let's face it I'm not going to be going to the tour so I think it, it's it's important that a race like the tour does does go on at the end of the season but whether I'm kind of thinking actually maybe some smaller races you know the sort of ones that I'd be doing might not might not be on so I might not be 
racing. But then at the same time, I was just saying, literally just earlier, saying to my coach that actually, looking long term, it's still, you know, it's still important to just keep going for the years to come because yeah. I've still got my whole career ahead of me. So absolutely, uh, it's just consistency, isn't it? You, you you know, you could easily stop training now for a couple of months and then build up again, but. You know, that's you're gonna you're gonna be missing out on a few a few weeks where probably other train other pros have continued all the way through, right? Yeah, exactly. You kind of just got, you just you know, we've just got to keep going, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully things will sort out. But I mean, yeah, I, I like I said, I'm fine now. But then we, we do this, we have this conversation again on another podcast in a month, and I might be like, oh. <laughs> I, I mean, telling you that, it's quite funny because last time we met in, when was it? Uh, January? Um, was it January or was it February? No, I think it was maybe early February, but okay. before I went to... Um, it was before you went to Saudi, yeah. And we, we said, we went for a nice little ride. Uh, you showed me your, your roads. And we said, next time we see each other, I'm going to show you my roads. And that was uh, that was off of Surrey or Windsor Loop. And yeah, yeah. unfortunately, this is uh, this is the best that we can do at the moment. But uh, I know. So, who'd have thought we would we were there? You know, it was such a nice day that we'd be, you know, where <laughs> where we are right now is. I know. Crazy. It, it was a crazy process, kind of seeing seeing it spread around the world and actually thinking, okay, this is quite serious, wasn't it? At what point did you yeah. realise that? Okay, yeah, this is probably going to affect a lot more than anyone had imagined. I think just just every day watching watching the news, it it was always just getting worse and worse, and then it got to a point where I was like, actually, I, I don't know if I want what I think I want to watch the news anymore. <laughs> so I guess maybe when when I stopped watching the news, that was when I realised that yeah, this is it's so depressing. Absolutely, it's, yeah, it's not, it is it's not great. But for for me, where it really kicked off is where in Paris Nice when the team started to pull out. And then there was stuff going out on Twitter oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, should people even be racing? The organisers seemed keen to kind of keep it going as close to the end as possible. And that was just a really crazy kind of... Uh... You know, I, I did think that actually, because Paranese was the only, it was actually the only sporting event going on full stop, pretty much. I'm pretty sure there wasn't anything. Yeah. So it was a bit like seeing, seeing them come up to the finish with no fire. It was all a bit like... Should this actually be happening at all? But the team, so, the team, Bahrain McLaren, you did, you guys did so well in that race, didn't you? And and when you did pull uh, out, you you were, I mean, you, you had already kind of got what you wanted out of that race, hadn't you? Would you say? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Dylan was still pushing on the GC, but obviously, you know, we haven't got that stage win. So the uh, what was that? What was the stage? Was it a track make one where he 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 almost got the stage when he got caught? Oh, on yeah, the that was that was hard. <sighs> That was absolutely. Like, we were all in the office, like screaming, and we we were like, yeah, yeah. "Oh my god, he's gonna do it!" Because I was in the wind tunnel with him about three weeks before. And, oh, did uh, you, you help shoot that video? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, he was he was a great character, you know, and it was really interesting to see oh, him right. really going for those marginal uh, gains, and then to see him on the TV, Paris, absolutely giving everything. It was just like, oh, "Come on, mate, you can do it!" <laughs> but yeah. Um, He'll have to fight fight another day, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just wait till, hopefully wait till September. <laughs> Absolutely. So here we go. I've got some questions from, on a previous video, I asked um, people to leave some questions. So I hope you don't mind. I'm going to start reading a couple of those out. What 
questions? Uh, questions for you, yeah. Oh, people are, oh, wow. Not questions <laughs> for me, are there? <laughs> right, here we go. So, um, Greg Sutton asks, um, asked, are, are riders still getting paid or can they claim the um, the government scheme? There's no pressure to say that. I can't get the government, you know, yeah. the, that, that side of things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I suddenly thought I should get maybe I shouldn't be saying. <laughs> no, there's absolutely no, no problem. That's, that's why I said at the start. There's no, <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble, Fred. Uh, yeah, yeah. The second question uh, Greg Saturn asked was, what are teams doing about contracts for neo-pros with only two years to impress and also contracts that are due to expire? Obviously, this season is uh, almost written off at this point. Well, has, has, any, has anything been said about about those those scenarios? Not, not for the moment, I don't think. Yeah, I haven't actually... I'm sorry, Greg. I haven't actually been able to answer your question very well, but I, <laughs> I haven't. No, I haven't actually. Yeah, I haven't actually heard anything yet. Okay. On that side of things. Very good. But I mean, yeah, it's still. But so you've got another year next year, right? Two year deal. No, exactly. Good. Uh, yeah. Uh, next question from Rich Chilver. Um, how are the team keeping motivated when you don't know exactly when the race is? I guess the team are actually putting on quite a lot. Of Quite a lot of Zwift, Zwift rides every every week. I haven't actually been on one yet, truth be told. But it does seem like a good thing to. It's more. I, I guess I'm like I've been saying. I've been in quite a good position because of them. still being able to train outside. So it's good. Those kind of rides are actually good for the guys that are stuck indoors to crack on with mm-hmm. better training. Awesome. Um, so Manuel Lessing asks, "What is your job within the team? Are you?" Obviously, you're a classic specialist. Um, what what would you say? What kind of rider do you see yourself evolving into? But yeah, this year, what what what's your your role been at the races which you've done? Um, I guess just full full support for the, the the more experienced guys and like in the signing tour, I was just kind of helping as part of part of the lead up for you know whoever we were going for in the sprint, whether it was going to be Mark or it turned out to be Phil at the end of that. Those, that's not but yeah, I guess kind of lead out and support and really just I'm there to learn <laughs> and hopefully learn to and then then that that's what will develop me into the kind of rider I want to want to be. So not fully sure yet, it seems. Yeah. I guess, but I, I think the classics are what the most important. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, and then pile. Uh, I've said his name wrong already. Pile. Pile. I don't know how to say his name. Paolo, exactly. Uh, Paolo Fassoni asks, what is the single best thing, in your opinion, to be able to race for a World Tour team? The single best, the best thing about it? Um, best thing about it? I guess all of the support, yeah. it's quite a broad answer, but this just the amount of staff, the amount of, it all kind of comes into, comes into one big thing. It just, you know, going to like those classic races in the team bus, the amount of people that are supporting you as a bike rider is pretty, it's pretty impressive. So I'd say it's something, Absolutely. you know, the, the size of the team and the, the, the amount of organisation, everything that goes on with it, it's, it's pretty impressive. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's great to be part of that. 
Absolutely. It's a big team. It's a lot more than uh, what people see behind closed doors, right? No, exactly. You know, I was kind of used to going to races as part of the career cycling setup where we'd have, you know, once one your fair play to them, who would have quite a lot to do and, you know, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't get a massage. Yeah, absolutely. Also, and then the second question, how many components of your bikes are custom made or not available to the market? Uh, I know your handlebars are pretty prototypey. Is there anything which you know is not available yet? I'm pretty sure all of it is is available on on my training bike. That is, I don't, I can't think of anything that's yeah. Like those handlebars are pretty. Then again, I think I'm pretty sure you can you can get them. So I think it is all. It is a UCI rule, isn't it? You have to be able to buy every piece of uh, kit which you which you race on. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I don't know how long the window is. I'm pretty sure you can you can have stuff that is new and you oh, can race right. on. It. And then, no, nothing, yeah. I'm not, not, that I'm, not that I know of anyway. Nothing, nothing free, 3D printed or anything crazy like that? Not on my, I'm sure there'll be guys <laughs> with guys TT bikes that have 3D printed things, but mm-hmm. not me. <laughs> Very good. And then within the team, Fred, obviously, Bahrain McLaren is one of the biggest world top teams. What, um, who is your, your favourite um, teammate who you've come into contact with? Uh, obviously, you haven't been able to meet everyone really well yet but who, who is it who, who is it that you look up to within the team Come on, I've, I've shared I spent quite a lot of time with Mark obviously and then also um, Tom Rick so I, I made one of, the, one of them two I don't know which <laughs> I don't know which one I'd choose but no it's been it's, it's cool having like all the guys in the team to to, to learn from and yeah, absolutely. So, talking of those two icons within sport, Henry Kausler and Mark Cavendish, right? They're, they're absolutely icons. Did you did you bring it up the uh, um, the um, ah Milan San Remo? Oh, I no, I haven't. Actually, <laughs> it's quite funny that they they were pretty much they were kind of rivals before, and that's but now they're really good really good mates, which is. It must be quite surreal for those guys who are both kind of getting on in their careers to to be brought brought together like that in in that way. It it must be quite yeah, quite yeah. weird, right? No, they're really, uh, you know, they're kind of sort of rivals in the peloton to go from rivals to you know best uh, pretty yeah pretty good mates. It's pretty it's kind of so they get on well, do they? Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, Henry Kausler and Mark Cavendish. Um, sprinted out in the 2000 and it was a long time yeah 2009 2009 a long time ago now um, and, and it was one of the closest sprints in, in, in history as far as I remember it was a it was a tyre width but um, those two faces right coming down to the wire it was uh, it made for a good photo anyway yeah yeah it's a great photo yeah and also it wasn't a house riding for that Cervelo team at the time that nice white kit yeah yeah I'll never, I'll never forget that race. It was a special, special day. Yeah, we used to, we used when we, when I was, um, when I was younger in our cycling club, we do like turbo sessions in the winter, 
just just like at the velodrome in the in the office in like the office building that used to be there. And um, in one of the one of the races we watch, you know, on the big on like a projector as everyone was doing their doing a joint turbo session would be that that same Alonso. Oh really? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, sure that was one of the ones it was one of the greats, isn't it? This is definitely yeah. worth worth watching if you haven't seen it, the last ten K of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Well that's all the questions. Um thank you thank you so much for, for tuning in, uh Fred, for this this first ever The Basement Podcast. We're gonna be doing a lot more of these uh, next time, hopefully with Francis Cade as well. There'll be a three way. Um normally what we do, yeah, is get you in We'd, we'd, we'd have our guest here in the basement in our little studio um oh, okay. which, yeah, which, i figured it was called the basement yeah 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 so so we're, we're we're downstairs in um in bicycle which is a bike shop uh, owned by our, our good friend james and normally it's myself and francis here uh and we want to we wanted to kick off the the podcast for a few for a few months now but this seemed the perfect opportunity um, so yeah, there'll be a different guest on each time, and uh, hopefully we can build this into something really awesome. But thank you so much yeah. for being our first guest. I think by the next time you see me, hopefully my beard will be a bit bit longer as well. <laughs> I'm committing to the quarantine. Are you quarantine are you beard. fully committing to it, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't seem to grow any on my upper lip, but that's that's so sad. To. It's also a different shade, right? What's that? It's also a different color. Yeah, yeah, it's, I'm actually strange ginger in my beard. It's, it's hard. <laughs> ginger, ginger, ninja. Ginger, ninja, mate. Incredible. Well, thank you, thank you so much for yeah being our first guest, and all the best for your training, and and fingers crossed we get this racing back on track. Yeah, I think yeah, fingers crossed. I, mean, I was looking forward to joining the team like throughout the year with the video camera, getting some content. I know, it would have been, I would have been coming on rides with you in yeah. Uh, we just have to save it, mate. Yeah, you'll have to, you'll have to come up and do, you'll have to come up and do a ride in the peaks, maybe. I would love to. I'd love to. As soon as this lockdown is over, I'll yeah. be, I'll be right up there. It'll be the first thing on my list. Sounds good. <laughs> well, mate. Yeah. Thank you very much. Have a good evening and talk to you soon. Thanks, Fred.